Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Live Law's special series on the 100 crucial judgments delivered by the Supreme Court in 2023. I am Urvashi Chahan, your host, bringing you part three of this special series. Let us continue to explore the landmark rulings and uncover the profound impact they have on our legal landscape. Starting with the case of Ritu Chhabaria versus Union of India and others where the Supreme Court bench comprising Justice Krishna Murari and Justice C.T. Ravi Kumar held that without completing an investigation of a case, a charge sheet or prosecution complaint cannot be filed by an investigating agency only to deprive an accused of his right to default bail under Section 167 of CRPC. It may be noted that a three-judge bench of the court later effectively kept this judgment in abeyance by directing that courts should not grant bail relying on Ritu Chabaria. Next is the case of Vikas Mishra versus CBI, where the Supreme Court bench comprising Justice M.R. Shah and Justice C.T. Ravi Kumar opined that its decision in CBI versus Anupam J. Kulkarni, wherein it was observed that there cannot be police custody beyond 15 days from the date of arrest, requires to be reconsidered. In another judgment from the bench of Justice M.R. Shah and Justice C.T. Ravi Kumar, in the case of Kamar Ghani Usmani versus the state of Gujarat, it was held that an accused cannot claim the benefit of default bail when he did not challenge the first extension of time granted for investigation and the second extension was granted in his presence and when the charge sheet was subsequently filed within the period of extension. In the significant case of Director KPTCL and others versus CP Mundina Mani and others, the Supreme Court held that government employees cannot be denied the annual increment merely because they are to retire on the very next day of earning the increment. The bench comprised Justices MR Shah and CT Ravi Kumar. The Supreme Court, in the case of All India Judges Association and others versus Union of India, refused to issue directions to the high courts to fill 50% of the seats in the respective high courts from the bench if vacancy from the bar quota lies vacant for more than six months. The bench delivering the judgment comprised Justice B.R. Gawai, Justice Vikram Nath and Justice Sanjay Karol. The Supreme Court upheld the constitutional validity of Section 140 Clause 5 of the Companies Act 2013 and held that the provision is neither discriminatory, arbitrary and or violative of Articles 14, 191G of the Constitution of India. This was delivered by the bench of Justices M.R. Shah and M.M. Sonduresh in the case of Union of India versus Deloitte Haskins and Cells LLP. Next, I will tell you about the case of Pitambaran versus State of Kerala, where the Supreme Court bench of Justice Krishna Murari and Justice Sanjay Karol stated that the power to order further investigation rests either with the concerned magistrate or with the higher court and not with an investigating agency. Coming to Sanket Kumar Agarwal versus APG Logistics Private Limited. The Supreme Court in this case held that for the purpose of computing limitation for filing of appeal under Section 61 Clause 2 of Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code, the time taken by tribunal for providing certified copy of order to be challenged ought to be excluded from computation of limitation. 
The bench in the matter comprised of CJ Chandrachud and Justice J.B. Pardewala. In the case titled Shri Vishnu Constructions versus the Engineer-in-Chief Military Engineering Service, the Supreme Court has ruled that where the notice invoking arbitration is issued prior to the Arbitration and Conciliation Amendment Act of 2015 came into force, that is prior to 23rd October 2015, and the application under Section 11 of the 1996 Act seeking appointment of an arbitrator is made post the Enforcement of Amendment Act, the 2015 Amendment Act shall not be applicable. Next is the update in the case concerning a tussle between the Delhi government and the Lieutenant Governor with respect to power over services. The case was Government of NCT of Delhi versus Union of India and a constitution bench of the Supreme Court comprising CGI Chandrachud, Justices M.R. Shah, Krishna Murari, Hima Kohli and P.S. Narsimha held that the national capital territory of Delhi has legislative and executive power over administrative services in the national capital, excluding matters relating to public order, police and land. The Lieutenant Governor shall be bound by the direction of Delhi Government over services apart from public order, police and land. In another important verdict pertaining to the Shiv Sena rift, the Supreme Court Constitution Bench held that it cannot order restoration of the Uddhav Thakare Government as he resigned without facing a floor test. Since Thakre voluntarily resigned, the court held that the Governor was right in inviting Eknath Shinde form the government with the support of BJP. The title of the case was Subhash Desai versus Principal Secretary, Government of Maharashtra. In another case titled Shri Gulam Mustafa versus State of Karnataka, the bench of Justices Dinesh Maheshwari and Asanuddin Amanullah observed that the police officers have to be vigilant before invoking provisions of stringent laws like the SCST Prevention of Atrocities Act. The bench of Justices Sanjay Kishan Kaul, Ehsanuddin Amanullah and Arvind Kumar passed directions in pleas seeking modifications in the guidelines regulating the conformment of designation of senior advocates as laid down in its 2017 judgment. Accordingly, the confinement of senior designation this year was done following these guidelines. In a significant judgment in the case of Aureliano Fernandez versus State of Goa, the Supreme Court of India has issued a slew of directions for proper implementation of Sexual Harassment of Women at Workplace Prevention, Prohibition and Redressal Act of 2013 all over the country. Next is the case of M. Suresh Kumar Reddy versus Canara Bank and others where the Supreme Court held that if existence of a financial debt and its default on the part of corporate debtor has been proved, then the National Company Law Tribunal is left with no option apart from admitting the petition under Section 7 of the IBC. The Supreme Court in the case titled Rajkumar versus State of NCT of Delhi opined that while recording the statement under Section 313 of CRPC in cases involving a large number of prosecution witnesses, the judicial officers should take benefit of Clause 5 of the section, which will ensure that the chances of committing errors and omissions are minimized. 
Coming to the case of Balaji versus Karthik Desari, a two-judge bench of the Supreme Court turned down a plea to refer the judgment in Vijay Madanlal Chaudhary versus Union of India, which upheld several provisions of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act 2002 to a larger bench. In the case of Animal Welfare Board of India versus Union of India, a constitution bench of the Supreme Court upheld the constitutional validity of the state amendments made to the Central Law Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Act by the states of Tamil Nadu, Karnataka and Maharashtra to allow the conduct of animal sports like Jalikattu, Kambala and bull cart racing in these respective states. In the case of KC Nanan versus Kerala State Electricity Board, the Supreme Court has held that electricity dues of the previous owner of a property can be recovered from the subsequent owner or an auction purchaser. The bench that delivered the judgment comprised CJI Chandrachud, Justice P.S. Narsimha and Justice Hima Kohli. The Supreme Court in its judgment accepting various recommendations of the Second National Judicial Pay Commission on pay, pension, gratuity, age of retirement, etc. of judicial officers remarked that the functions of district judges were essentially the same as high court judges. Hence, the increase in the salary of high court judges should reflect in the pay scale of district judges in the same proportion. The inability of a judicial officer to reach the prescribed targets of disposal or not satisfying the quantitative norms during the initial stage of the career need not be viewed seriously. The title of this case is All India Judges Association versus Union of India. In another important judgment in Coal India Limited versus Competition Commission of India, the Supreme Court has observed that state monopolies, government companies and public sector units cannot be allowed to indulge in anti-competitive practices in violation of the Competition Act of 2002. It has held that Coal India Limited would come under the purview of the Competition Act, despite being a public sector undertaking. In the case of Vernon versus State of Maharashtra, the Supreme Court's decision to grant bail to Bhima Korigao accused and activists Vernon Gonzalves and Arun Ferreria carved out a crucial exception in an otherwise unyielding interpretation of the court's bail granting powers under the UAPA. This interpretation flows from the Zahud Ahmed Vatali judgment. In Vernon case, the bench of justices Aniruddh Bose and Sudhanshu Dholia held that a plea for bail under Section 43D of the UAPA would not pass muster of prima facie test envisioned in the Vatali judgment without at least prima facie analysis of the probative value of evidence and if the court is not satisfied of the worth of probative value of such evidence. In Mohammad Asfaq Alam versus State of Jharkhand, the Supreme Court bench comprising Justices S. Ravindra Bhatt and Arvind Kumar reiterated the guidelines laid down by the top court for arrest under Section 498A of IPC and for other offences punishable by a maximum jail term of seven years in its 2014 judgment that is in the Arnesh Kumar case. Not only this, the bench also directed high courts and police chiefs to issue notifications and circulars in terms of the 2014 judgment to ensure strict compliance. Coming to the case titled Senthil Balaji versus the State, 
The apex court has questioned the interpretation given by the 1992 judgment in CBI versus Anupam J. Kulkarni that the police or investigating agency cannot seek custody of the accused after the first 15 days from the arrest. A two-judge bench of the Supreme Court, while dismissing Tamil Nadu Minister Senthil Balaji and his wife's plea against custody by the Directorate of Enforcement, held that the prescribed 15-day period of police custody can be an aggregate of shorter periods of custody sought over the entire period of investigation lasting 60 or 90 days as a whole. Therefore, the bench has refused Anupam Kulkarni judgment to a larger bench for reconsideration. In the case of A. Srinivasa Reddy versus Rakesh Sharma, the Supreme Court held that a special court under the Prevention of Corruption Act can proceed against an accused for offences under the Indian Penal Code even if sanction for prosecution has not been granted in respect of the PC Act offences as per Section 19 of the said Act. This judgment was delivered by a bench of Justices B. R. Gawai and J. B. Pardewala. Thank you for watching. As we conclude this episode, I hope you found our exploration of these significant Supreme Court judgments insightful and enriching. As this was part three, remember I will soon bring you more such rulings from the last year that shape the legal framework of our nation. Stay tuned for the last part of this series.